DJ and PK brought to you in part by Davis Vision. Davis Vision is giving you 1,000 reasons to get rid of those contacts or glasses. That's $1,000 off LASIK. Start your road to better vision at davisvisionmd.com or call them at 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. All right, part two question of the day. We just had the question about the Utes. How about one about the Jazz? They play the Houston Rockets tonight. The All-Star break is over for most teams in the NBA. There were 11 games last night. It ends for the Jazz Tonight, they'll be back at it, 36 games down, 36 to go. What are your expectations as the Jazz begin the second half of the season? And Tyler says, simply, championship or bust. Tyler wants it all, and he wants it now. Grayson says, I want the one seed. We got the players that can make that happen. Well, that's for sure. You already have it. so. But Steven says, I expect to maintain a top three seed. He's not oh, locked into sure. number one. Yeah, minimum, man. Minimum. Tron says, they win out. No, they're not winning out. Not winning 36 in a row. Well, I went through and looked at it because it posted the question, and so I went through and looked at the schedule. Yeah. Wow, did that make you slightly nauseous? That's not really a you thing. Yeah, I know, but this is what we're talking about. PK schedule? What? Uh, so I didn't obsess over it, but I went and because uh, people have been talking about how they have the easiest schedule or second easiest or what have you. So I was just trying to get a gauge on where I thought that they could be uh, victory total wise. So they got 36 games left, right? And to me, uh, reasonably I've tried to be somewhat conservative and not be outrageous. Uh, I have 28 wins and low-end 24 wins. So basically keep doing what they're doing. They went 27-9. and nine. You got them in the same ballpark. Yeah, because I don't think what they did was a fluke. And so there would be no reason not to have a, at least a ballpark repeat of what they've already done because it's not like I looked at dudes and said, oh, man, they've, really, they've had career years. How could they possibly keep this going? I didn't really see that. I didn't see anybody just – I mean, Donovan Mitchell scoring 50-plus points in, in the bubble. Okay, that jumped out at you, right? Well, he, he, didn't really, he didn't really do anything that just went, wow, man, I didn't see that coming. No, this is pretty much who he is. You know, he'll have a better game than others sometimes along the line. That's just natural with shooting. But really, that's the way I looked at the team. So, yes, I'm expecting them to at least ballpark somewhere between 24 at the low end, 28 and at, at, at the high end. Did you have them uh, splitting with the Lakers in that two-game set, the most intriguing two games of the second and half of the I season? I think I actually factored into them losing both. That's what I was saying. I was trying to be conservative in mm-hmm. my opinion. Uh, uh, predictions. There's no reason why you know I don't know who's going to play in that well for the Lakers at that point. But I mean, it's not like uh, I'm guaranteeing you they're going to lose both. And I had them losing to Phoenix going down there. You know, I try to try to be conservative in my picks and not just look at it can totally rose-colored glasses. All right, Rick's checking in eight five five three four zero zone. Rick, good morning. Hey guys. Hey. So, if you break down this team, if you look at the statistics and the eye test, this is a team that can win it all. Um, 
the shortcoming that statistics shows about this team, and it's only two things. They don't create turnovers, and they commit turnovers. So that means they're a little bit one-on-one defenders. They're not that good. Bogey's not any good. He's bottom half of his position. Joe Ingles, who used to use his IQ to play defense, he's slower now. He doesn't get even get steals anymore. So an athlete can do what he wants with him. Donovan literally turns the switch off in the first half. The reason, even during this great run, we were behind every game in the first half is because Donovan just sits back because he doesn't move without the ball. So he's thinking in the first half, let's distribute, let's make sure everybody gets touches, which is good. We have enough depth for other people to carry the team. But the problem is he doesn't move without the ball. And in the second half, Donovan can carry you, but if he's not hitting his shots and he's being inefficient – he can also sink you. Unlike other stars for other teams, they're either carrying you or they're an ingredient to winning. Donovan, if he is not carrying you, he's actually hurting you. So I'm kind of glad Shaq was the bad guy that opened his big mouth. He was out of place. He has no business telling Donovan you know, what he should be doing, but he's right, and I'm glad he had to do it rather than a coach or a Utah, somebody on the Jazz. But Donovan has got to learn – to be when he's not carrying, to just be an ingredient, you know, because he's, he's, he turns the switch off on defense, especially in the first half. He doesn't move without the ball. The Jazz are a very good team. They've got what it takes to win in this NBA, which is three-point shooting and defend the goal. Now, what I wish they would do, if they're ahead in the fourth quarter with six minutes, which means just get stops. You get stops, this offense will score on anybody. I wish they would play favors with Rudy in the last six minutes. Why? The reason that went away was because the only person in the NBA that you couldn't play with those two was Ricky Rubio. Because literally, you just leave him alone. Which means you only have two shooters on the court. Nowadays, you need three minimum. The Jazz always have four. They have six guys they can plug in those other three positions with Rudy and favors on the court, I wish he would notice that because then it would turn every team in the fourth quarter into a jump shooting. They can't attack the basket, which against the Jazz, when just Rudy's out there, you kind of can if you play it right, you know, because Rudy's a great goal defender, but when it comes down to two against one, he's not Superman. All right, thanks. Uh, thanks, the thanks for the call, Rick. We're up against it. We got to take. We got to run here, uh, PK. Championship or worry about the playoff matchups when we get there and just worry about the second half of the season now? Oh, for sure. Worry about the task at hand. What's the point of worrying about the playoffs now? All right. uh, Robert says win the games that they should be in and uh, make sure they are in every game. No blowouts. Do you care about blowouts? Do you care about the occasional off night when they get lit up? Well... I do in the moment. Yeah. And what I mean by that, you know, the Denver thing is like, uh-oh. Were they just on a hot streak and Denver exposed them? Well, going forward there, even in the games they lost afterward, unless I'm missing any of them, they were all close games. So, in a sense, even though an L is an L, I feel better about uh, Philadelphia and New Orleans and Miami than I did Denver. So, you know, ultimately it doesn't matter. So uh, there's enough body of work that the occasional 
blowout. Even even though even with a blowout though, I still there's different forms of blowouts, and I'm getting real nitpicky here, and I don't like to do that. Uh, but I, I get your point that sometimes they just happen. And so what's the point of dwelling on it in the NBA when you're going to get on a plane or go home and have come back in a day or two and play another game? you got to keep moving. So I understand the point there. But I, I like closer losses in which you fight and battle. I, I, I took nothing negative away from that Philly loss. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing was negative about it. And I even appreciated the postgame stuff. Go down swinging, man. That's what Larry Kristobiak said on our uh, air on Monday. If we're going to go down, go down swinging. And the good thing for the Utes is they went down swinging against SC. I think we can all agree with that. So you can live with those things a lot easier. But continue to do what they do. And that's an interesting thing, though. You know, should you be playing favors and go bear a little bit towards the end of the game, which is really going to tighten up your defense? You know, in that overtime, if uh, favors would have been on uh, Tobias Harris, would they have, or favorites would have been on the floor, would they have just isolated Bogdanovich like that completely? Probably not. Can they hold the one seed the rest of the year? I got to say that's where my expectation is. Now that they've got it and they've got a little bit of a cushion, but if they lost the one seed and they, they got the Suns twice in Phoenix, right? You just looked at the schedule. I didn't. But I'm pretty well, that was sure last did. night. Yeah, so. but they've got the Lakers twice in LA. I think they've got the Suns twice in Phoenix. And you know, how do you handle the big games? If you dominated the big games but slipped up and ended the two seed, I'd probably I'd probably have more confidence. If they lose all the big games and hold on to the one seed because they do a better job cleaning up against the uh, the bottom of the league and and because they're healthier and you know the Lakers have gone three and seven here going into the break because they didn't have AD. But if you can't beat the healthy Lakers and you're the one seed because you are healthier than they were, I don't think that would give me the confidence I want going into the postseason. I have to see what it looks like when you get there, but that would be a little bit of a worry. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on holding on to the one seed. You've got a really good team, and you've got the lead here with 36 games to go, and you've got a favorable schedule, but the big games are going to mean more to me because you're going to have to beat those teams in the playoffs, and how do you match up with them? And I know the regular season games aren't a perfect measuring stick, but they're the only one we've got right now. All right, DJ and PK, uh, we're getting more reaction on Larry Kristoviak. Stay with us. We will get to your feedback. Where do you think the U program should go from here? That's coming up next. David Locke is here at 830. Chris Camerani at 9 o'clock on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.